Hello and welcome to The Nourished Soul. I'm your host, Christopher Ian. I'm here to educate, uplift, and inspire others in the areas of wellness, lifestyle, beauty, and personal growth. My mission is to spread joy and help you to learn to love the skin you're in through physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual wellness. We take a holistic approach to wellness to help you on your journey to self-love and living a more high vibe and joyful life. The French have a saying, beyond dans ses poupes, which loosely translate as being well in one's own skin. It's about everything it takes to be comfortable in your skin, from the world we live in, to what we put in and on our bodies to how we care for ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. My mission is to help both women and men fall in love with the skin they're in through my passion for beauty, lifestyle, and wellness. Conversations on the nourished soul will be centered around clean beauty, wellness, yoga, meditation, nutrition, body positivity, spirituality, personal growth, self-care, self-love, and everything high vibe living. So let's dive right into today's podcast episode. Wow, you guys, episode 10. I know that is not a very large number, but what a milestone. Um, when I decided to start this podcast, I wasn't sure I was going to have a lot to talk about, but I keep coming up with ideas and people that I want to have on in the podcast, even though it's, you know, very much in those baby stages is just really growing. So I'm super excited. Thank you so much for being here. Um, and before we dive into today's episode, um, as always, I like to share one thing that I'm loving or grateful for and um, a quote. So the one thing that I am really loving right now is this uh, course that I'm doing right now. So I'm actually doing a holistic nutritionist course, and I'm learning so much. Um, It's a lot more intense than I thought it was going to be. There's a lot of studying that goes into it, and it's um, all online and all done at your own pace. Um, But I really am trying to like buckle down, commit to doing it. And I'm already learning like so much. Um, the book that there's like five or six books that you have to read for the program. And the book that we're on now is called How Not to Die, which I had already read, um, but kind of didn't finish. So this gives me a great opportunity to finish that book. And um, yeah, I am always looking to learn new things um, as I move into a new kind of a space and realm in my life, if you will be um, focusing more on nutrition um, and nutritional therapy. So this course is going to be super helpful for that, as well as I'm continuing my education to get my bachelor's in nutritional sciences so I can do work as a dietitian. So super excited about that path for me. Um, just loving this journey for me. So before I get into my quote, I just want to share something that I shared on Instagram um, yesterday. Uh, Today is actually the inauguration of um, Joseph Biden. And I posted yesterday that I know things don't change overnight. And just because we have a new presidency coming in doesn't mean that things are suddenly very different. Um, I think, you know, the events of January 6th show us that some people have just not choosing to move forward or to move on. Um, 
And I've seen so much division and hurt and pain and hatred in this past year. So I really kind of just hope and pray that as our new president takes office, that we can move forward together in peace. Um, I hope that we can come together uh, and move forward together in order to heal our country. So this really got me thinking, and I found this amazing Bible verse um, that I thought really kind of sums that up. Um, If we can move forward together so that all people have a place at the table, that we can uh, advance and cultivate and preserve create, rather, a culture of diversity and inclusion for all of our people. Um, So let us open our minds and hearts to others. Let us spread love and joy to others. And let us heal our country and begin to find some peace. I hope that we can build each other up through empathy and compassion. So this Bible verse kind of like really summed that up for me. And it's Romans 14, 19. And it says, so let's strive for the things that bring peace and the things that build each other up. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Um, And I just really love that. It's actually, that's two different versions kind of like in one quote. Um, But that's Romans 14, 19. And it really just was like summing up like everything that I was thinking about and feeling. And it. I hope that we can move into this new like healing space and that we can all start to come together. And like I said, I know it doesn't happen overnight, but that's just really like my hope and prayer for the rest of 20 and 21. And hopefully, you know, Biden and Harris can really kind of shift that change for all of us. So without any further ado, let's dive right into today's episode. So in today's podcast, we're talking about this idea of how compare equals despair, or how comparison is the thief of joy. This is that idea about how when we compare ourselves to others, it keeps us playing small. We don't live our most authentic lives, and this keeps us from doing the things we really want to achieve in our life, and that steals our joy. This was a conversation that I initially had some years ago Um, and just kind of thought I would bring it back up. It's something that I have had conversations around on social media, particularly on Instagram, where a lot of people um, kind of compare what's going on in their lives to what they see in other people's accounts through Instagram and Facebook, you know, TikTok, and all of these social media platforms. And for some people, this really causes a lot of, um, like, mental and emotional issues, um, like depression, stress, anxiety, um, especially now in this world where, you know, most of the people are still in quarantine or on lockdown or just being very careful. And we're living our lives online more than ever right now. So with all of the things that have happened and social justice and, you know, the division between um, political sides and the election and everything that's happened in 2020 and even the beginning of this year, It's just, there's so much. And when we see all of this online, it can really affect our emotional and mental health. So I really kind of wanted to dive deeper into this like idea of how we're comparing our lives to other people's lives and how it steals our joy. Um, The thing that really got me first thinking about this is when I first started teaching yoga and Pilates, this actually came up for me all the time. I felt that I didn't look like other Pilates teachers or that I didn't live up to what other Pilates teachers were doing 
or I wasn't worthy enough as a teacher, and I wasn't on the same level as other Pilates teachers, even though I was very new to teaching and I had great testimonials. Um, the people that came to my classes and my clients and the studio owners that I worked for all loved me and said I was a great teacher. When I compared myself to other teachers that I saw online and social media and what they were doing, um, it made me feel less confident in myself as a teacher. And a lot of this comes from our inner critic, where we often feel judged by others, and then we start to get into that negative self-talk in our own heads. I mean, we're comparing ourselves to other people, but for the most part, those people aren't really probably even paying attention to us. And then I had some experiences in the Pilates world where I was around other teachers who were pretty vicious in how they would talk about other teachers. And though they never said anything to me directly, it made me wonder what was actually being said about me behind my back. And this comes up often, as I said, especially in today's mostly online world. In this world today, most of our lives are being lived out online and through social media. There is so much that we put out on social media that this idea of comparison on social media hits many people pretty hard. We start to compare our lives to others. We often feel less than perfect. Maybe we think we should do more, we should be thinner, we should have more followers, etc. Psychologists call this the social comparison theory, which says that we determine our own social and personal worth based on how we think we stack up to others. So this is often how we compare ourselves to others as a way of fostering self-improvement, self-motivation, and positive self-image. So back to when I started out teaching, I was constantly comparing myself to other teachers, especially other male teachers, which there's very few in the Pilates world. I felt that because I lacked six-pack abs and maybe had an extra 20 to 30 pounds, that my business as a Pilates teacher wasn't going to be any successful. Because of what I saw on social media and as a newbie teacher, I felt that I needed to be 1% body fat because I worked in the fitness industry. I was trying to live up to images that I saw on the cover of Men's Health magazine and all the other places like that. And God forbid if I had a slice of pizza or a cake, oh my God, I would feel so guilty afterwards. Almost like shame and guilt because I had a cupcake or a slice of pizza. While I'm a big social media nerd and I think social media is pretty cool because it allows us to reach and engage with people around the world, sadly it also creates metrics for you that can steal your joy. We start to get caught up in how many followers we have, how many likes did that post get, how we feel if we post a selfie on Instagram and it doesn't get the engagement we had hoped for. We get caught up in why others seem to be better liked or have more followers than we do and on and on. For a lot of people I talk to, this leads to some severe depression. When we compare ourselves to what others have or simply how they are, we are essentially making ourselves feel downright inadequate and deflated and with the low self-esteem to match. Not only is comparison like this messing with our emotional health, but I think that when we compare ourselves to others, as I mentioned, it keeps us playing small. We become so concerned about what others will think or say that we are not doing the things we really want to do or achieve in our lives. Instead, we play small because we're constantly worried that it'll never be good enough. For instance, a few years ago, I actually wrote a Pilates book, and it took me almost five years to write that book. 
not because I didn't have the content, not because I didn't know what to write, but because I had a huge fear around the judgment I would receive whenever I released this book. So I procrastinated a little bit. The book actually is a little bit of history of Pilates, what the method is about. It includes the Pilates principles. And then I included a full exercise breakdown of all of the beginner order of exercises. In the beginning, I was so passionate about creating this book for beginners to Pilates so that anybody would be able to pick up this ebook and say, okay, this is what the exercises are. This is how I can modify it. And come on, it even had pictures and everything. I took the time to find models and do a photo shoot. I put a lot of time and effort into this book. And although I created this book for beginners to Pilates, it took me forever to write it because I was afraid about what other Pilates teachers would say about the book. But I didn't create it for them. I created it for Jane Smith, who wants to do Pilates at home because maybe she's a little overweight and is self-conscious or is uncomfortable going to a gym, whatever the case may be. And after five years writing this book, when I finished it finally, I released it on Amazon with no announcement, no marketing, nothing. Because I just wanted it done. Because I wanted to just detach myself from the whole idea of this voice in my head telling me I wasn't good enough or experienced enough to write this damn book. The sad part is that Here was this thing that I had wanted to create in order to help and inspire other people, and I wasn't getting it done because of my own fears. I wasn't putting this out that could potentially be beneficial to other people because I was listening to that negative self-talk in my own head. Instead, I was playing small and not achieving things that I wanted to do because I was comparing myself to other people and worried about negative feedback I thought I was going to get from other Pilates teachers. It has taken me years to get over my own negative body image and to stop listening to the inner critic inside my head telling me that I'm not good enough. I finally got over the idea that I had to look a certain way to be a successful yoga and Pilates teacher. And I was able to start loving my body and stop comparing myself to others. Part of that was becoming a voice within the body positive community. Now part of my mission is to help others to learn to love the skin they're in and promote the message that yoga and Pilates, as well as other forms of fitness, are for everybody and every body, regardless of age, size, physical level, etc. And now I always tell my clients, you shouldn't be comparing yourself against other people. We shouldn't be comparing ourselves against fitness models. We shouldn't be obsessed about fitting into a size two at Lululemon. We shouldn't compare ourselves to what we're seeing in social media or what we're seeing on television or in magazines. And here's the thing too, those people, they're trying to sell you something like workout tapes, diet plans, vitamins, supplements, diet shakes, etc. So now I always tell my clients, you should only compare yourself to the person you were yesterday. Instead of comparing yourself against others, take a look at how far you've grown. What did you learn and how different of a person are you now than you were two, three, or even five years ago? I often hear from people things like, I can't do yoga because I'm non-flexible, or I can't start Pilates because I need to lose weight first. Pilates and yoga don't care how much you weigh. They're just there to help you connect to your body, whatever size or shape it is. 
it can feel in this world of perfect social media and Instagram filters that we have to wait to be perfect or have the perfect circumstances to start anything, especially when we compare ourselves to others. However, I want you to remember that we all have a different journey to share, and there's going to be people that are drawn to you for your story. Your weaknesses or your imperfections are actually your greatest strength. These are the things that you can offer to somebody else. You may be further along than someone else who was on the same journey as you, and you may have wisdom and experience to offer them. Don't compare your beginning to someone else's final chapter. For years, I didn't even feel like I could have a voice in the coaching industry because I'm not a psychologist. How could I help people? But then I learned that I'm talking about it from my own experiences, and I may be a couple steps ahead of somebody else. I may be new to articulating this and talking about it through the podcast, my blog, YouTube, Instagram, but I'm not new to these experiences. I've had these experiences, and I've been working on this type of stuff since I was a boy. So how can you stay in your own lane and stop comparing yourself to others? First off, keep your eyes on your own paper. When you spend too much time looking at what others are doing, you can become over-influenced and begin diluting your own message. By looking at what others are doing, you're not living your most authentic life and you are not sharing your true personality. Number two, creating your own measure of success. Determine what you want, what you want to achieve, and who you want the world to see you as. Make sure that you're achieving your success on your terms and not what others think or say. I love this quote that fits perfectly with this. Judge your work by your own standards. Number three, and I know this is a little cliched and played out, but I do say it all the time, but because it really fits and it makes sense. And that's progress over perfection. Remember to make small steps towards your goals every day and stop striving for perfection. Perfection doesn't exist. It's called an Instagram filter on life. It's not real and it never was. Most of the times what you see people posting on social media is not the true story. It's not what's going on behind the scenes. You're seeing a snapshot of a moment that has been filtered and captioned the way they want you to perceive it. That's not real life. Number four, one of my favorites, and I'll continue to preach this because it is such a huge and beneficial practice to have in your life, and that's attitude of gratitude. Take time every day to be grateful for everything you currently have in your life and where you are on your journey. Number five, have some self-empathy. Stop being so damn hard on yourself. Take a breath and show yourself and your body some loving kindness. Give yourself some of the loving kindness that you so freely share with other people. Number six, weed the garden. This is one of my favorite things to do in life, people. I have done it online. I've done it in my personal life. And that is simply remove any and all people in your life that you find yourself comparing yourself against or they make you feel worse about yourself. This especially includes social media. Delete and unfollow any accounts that basically make you feel inadequate. Like I said, I've done this in my personal life. Um, I'm sorry, but if you are not bringing joy to my life, you're not bringing benefit to my life, all you're doing is bringing me down and you're not a, you're not a true ride or die friend, then I don't have time for you in my life. So you got to go. 
And last but not least, that's focus on your purpose. Why do you do what you do? Keep that in mind when you're setting goals and make small steps toward achieving your goals and sharing your purpose with others and never mind what others are doing or working on. I think a lot of the times that's one of the things that we compare ourselves against the most online as we look at what other people are doing and feel like we should be doing more. Um, You know, we look at someone who's doing really well at something and we're like, why am I not doing that? But is that really your purpose? Um, For me, you know, as much as it would be nice to like, grow my account and, you know, have all these followers and make money off of my blog and everything. That's really not my purpose. My purpose isn't to become famous and my purpose isn't to make money. My purpose is to share my knowledge and experience with other people and help that I can, in hopes that I can help you guys learn to love the skin that you're in. That's my mission. That's my purpose. This is why I do what I do to have some sort of benefit in your life, to help bring joy to your life and to help you learn to love the skin that you're in. If you guys have any questions or comments on this idea of um, comparison is the thief of joy or compare equals despair, I would love to hear them. Reach out to me on Instagram at Christopher.ian.4. You can direct message me over there. Make sure you're following me as well. Also, it would be super helpful if you guys could rate this podcast. Um, It would just be really great for me and I would deeply appreciate it and be so grateful and thankful for you. And as always, until next time, stay well and stay fabulous. Bye.